I thought he had a new show, Chuck Lorre, this year. Didn't Mom? I know. Is that is Mom the the Alice and Janney show? Is that a Oh, that's that a right. Chuck Lorre joint? That's a Chuck Lorre joint. You're right. And I like Alice and Janney a lot. Me but too. everything Chuck Lorre touches, he is the King Midas of shit. <laughs> McElroy and I know the best thing of the week. My name is Christopher Plant, and I know the best thing of the week. My name is Ross Farstick, and I know the best game of the week. Here we are once again at the the, the round table. It's more of a triangle this week with yeah. Griffin in Tokyo. But Even we, when he's here, it's more of a square, to be honest. But Griffin has missed the the video game event of the of the century. Yeah, with the release of Grand Theft Auto V, which is what we're talking about today. Going to do our best to avoid spoilers, but I'm editing this week's program, uh, so I can't guarantee that I won't let all of them slip through the cracks. Are you going to edit in different spoilers that we don't even talk about? Different games. (laughs) Cool. Uh, uh, So I uh, plant you. uh, You wrote the review for the website that we work for, Polygon.com. Uh, so if anybody wants your uh, thoughts, I'm sure that they are they are laid bare everywhere across the internet, right? Yeah, I don't yeah. even need. I don't think Plant even needs to talk during this show. I'm just gonna listen, you know, and kind of moderate. Yeah, that would be great. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, I've played about uh, maybe 20 hours. Yeah, I'm about there as well. About 20 I've hours. Played about 20 hours. Um, and I mean, obviously, I've put 20 hours into it over the span of three days, so I am I am very much enjoying it. You go get a phone, you just want a phone to talk to your friends and family, you're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts, and you get ripped off, because you got all this fine print, little details, and all of a sudden, they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech. You know, the contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? Not going to pull that nonsense? Mint Mobile. Their wireless plans, there is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars for like literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or you want to have a nice, easy solution, save some, put the bucks back in your pocket, pay 15 bucks a month. Say bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw dropping monthly bills. The unexpected overages sound familiar. To get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash besties. That's mintmobile.com slash besties. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Uh... We're, we were talking about this right before, and I don't want to start off with a bummer, but I feel like, eh, you've, you've heard so many good things. I, I want to talk about my 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 weird hang-up uh, right now. I love you have a how, gripe. I have a gripe. I love how expansive the world is. Uh, I, I love a lot of stuff about it. I'm finding it weirdly a flat experience. Um, like Not geographically. Not geographically. Talking. There's all kinds of variation there. Uh, but I feel like there's not a lot of peaks and valleys in terms of the old... The old funometer. Uh, a lot of times, I'm doing assignments, uh, many assignments in a row, and not getting a reward for them, be it monetary or real estate or vehicles mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and I don't know. It's it, when you're in one of the big main missions, one of the highest missions that Chris talked about, or there's even a, a, a couple of the story missions that are that are sort of like that, that are actually like genuinely kind of wild. Um, but a lot of it seems very sort of methodical and plotting and um i I don't know like a lot of it just i'm not getting peaks yeah valleys it's weird because a lot of the missions even the story missions are like weird logistical setup missions to what will will eventually be probably maybe more interesting heist missions so like there's a mission where you like are a dock worker and you follow the job as a dock worker like to the t 
and that's literally the entire mission. Like, you don't do anything illegal for that entire mission. Yeah, it's like a fully a Shinmu moment where you're, like, yeah. <laughs> manipulating giant crates with a big fork. It's like, I don't know if you're trying to appeal to toddlers here, like the ones that watch that big those big machinery videos or whatever, but, like, <laughs> this is dull. Yeah. I mean, I've also even done things where you, like, assume, like, oh, I got to get money for this. I'm, like, doing... Um, what are they? Uh, uh, I'm driving the tow truck around and picking up cars for this lady that I have a history with, and she, I don't even get money for those. She's just like, "Thanks a lot for helping out," and it seems uh, weird because we're so trained when playing Grand Theft Auto or even not even Grand Theft Auto, but any open world game, that every little thing you do ends up giving you money, um, and and that's an adjustment I can make. Like that doesn't bother me. I think what I'm more put off by is like so far, yeah, I'm about 20 hours in um, and like I'm not in the way that uh, I guess a game like Saints Row and obviously they are different games tonally, but Saints Row unlocks constantly so much new stuff every time you finish a mission like, oh, you finish this mission, here's access to this crazy car. Oh, you finish this mission, here's this new superpower, whatever. And I'm obviously not looking for anything that outlandish. But more of a feeling like I'm unlocking stuff and, like, unlocking interesting, like, ways to play the game. To illustrate this point, I actually, uh, the best way I've found of making money, since I'm not making money from doing missions, the best way mm-hmm. i found of making money is to uh, game the stock market. Occasionally you'll do a mission where, it, so there's a full stock market uh, constantly fluctuating. You can invest your money via your cell phone. Uh, you'll do missions occasionally that will impact and you'll get like a hint that, you know, if you buy deep into this certain stock, um, then you'll, you know, it'll be like, you're going to assassinate this CEO of a company. So you want to buy heavy in the rival company. Right. Exactly. And I just spent the last like 15 minutes watching a stock price. Like, and it, (laughs) it, it was the most boring thing, but I mean, I'm literally talking about doubling the money that I have available. And also, each of your characters have separate investment portfolios. Uh, so if you know one of these things is about to go down, you invest all your money from all your characters, switching from character to character, investing, and then you watch the stock market change over time. It's like, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm not making money otherwise, so I kind of need to get it where I can get it. And it's so, like, I can't believe it's making me do this. It, the, the thing is, it's not making you do it at all. Because you always have way more money than you actually need to do anything in the game that actually serves a story. The one thing you can't do is, you know, buy up property. But yep. you will always have way, 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 way more money than you need for absolutely everything else. But I like buying property. But that's the thing is, it's what I liked about this and what I think is funny is that it played on the ideas of crime video games and crime movies and this is by no means is it of this caliber but a lot of what breaking bad about it breaking bad is about is you can get the money but there's all this baggage that comes with it and like just getting the money and owning it and keeping it is the difficult part and what i think a lot of this game is about is you don't just get money when you commit crimes. You have to launder it. There are going to be people that you have to pay off. You'll always be in debt because there are always bigger fish who are going to blackmail you and use what they know about you against you. And you're constantly being punished in this game. And it becomes a, a story of tying up loose ends to get any money. And, I, and it still gives you money to actually have fun in the game. Uh, if you are that person who needs to like have more money than is absolutely necessary... Uh, there is a stock market, which is also funny because it basically says if you really want to get rich in this game, the legal means, like the shady but legal way of doing it, is way more uh, profitable than crime. Yeah, well, right, it's insider I, trading, so it's still not really legal. Well, but. sure, but it's... I, a, it's and it's, I'm fine with all that. I just, like, uh, my problem is it's it's a question of the reward cycle being broken. Like, if you don't want to give me money for this, like, that's fine. But don't ask me to do, like, the most boring thing, like, several most boring things ever in a row. Like, for yeah. example, I drove this uh, – at one point you steal a vehicle. 
I, I it is a watercraft, um, huh. and you have to, and it is so slow. This is actually a repeated problem, and it is so slow. And after you steal it, you get the thrilling thrill <laughs> of slowly, slowly driving it back to the coast. At which point, you load it onto a truck. And then slowly drive a slow, slow truck. <laughs> to make you to feel better, because you're it. still talking about the port mission, it is the most sim-like and slowest point of the game. Like, after that, it is crazy town. Uh, uh, I, maybe I'm not, I don't know. Are you talking about, like, the, oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. No, I, I, you probably don't because the rest of the game <laughs> you haven't played. But no, I, I'm like a little bit past that, and I'm still. I don't know. I guess part of it might be because I'm focusing more on the freaks missions, as they're called. Sure. The question mark uh, missions, which, like, generally, like have you doing very odd things but not getting anything out of it, like helping out a paparazzi guy to like shoot sex photos. Yeah. And then he's like, thanks for the photos. Peace. And it's weird because, like, like I have, like, what drives me through these, like, why I keep playing is because the missions are generally pretty fun and, like, funny and interesting. Um, but some of them aren't, as Justin said. And I just, like, from a character standpoint, like, why would Franklin be helping this guy if he's not getting anything out of it? It's sort of weird. Yeah, um, in the first in the first paparazzi mission, at the end of the mission, he's like, "Give me some money." It's like, "Well, I thought the bike would cover your half," so he gives you a bike that he stole, and it's like, "Man, I can steal, I can, <laughs> I can get any car at any. Watch me, I'm gonna shoot this old lady and take her car." So you see, I'm just gonna pile up five cars here. I don't yeah. need cars. I have cars. I think yeah. that is the question, though. It do you want a game that is going to withhold from you? And also make it really obvious as your character is growing abilities or something that basically makes everything available up front and the you know, your your character growing stronger is all but, you know, not there. I mean it, it I, is, I it's guess happening, I don't know but it doesn't make it clear it. to you. The character I don't know what growing stronger is is almost imperceptible. Like if I'm getting better at this stuff, I do not I, I do not detect it. Oh, yeah, I mean, like, Trevor's I driving is terrible. Flying and driving, but, like, I noticed a lot. I can't. I can't, like Trevor's driving is super low, and uh, Franklin's driving is like maxed. And unless I'm using Franklin's like super slow down driving ability, I can't tell the difference. Interesting. Um, Maybe I'm just not. But I mean, this is all. I I I think it's worth saying that even though I would agree with Justin that like. I don't, apart from like doing the missions, I don't know what's propelling me through the game. Um, I, I do genuinely enjoy doing most of the missions. Like they're usually pretty interesting and fun, especially the like big set piece story missions, uh, heist missions, etc., are like really fun. Probably the best GTA missions I've ever had in a GTA game. Oh, no so, doubt. Like some of the story based missions are fantastic. I just wonder if they could maybe have have cut back on the quantity of some of this stuff in order to create some more like real set pieces like that yeah i don't like maybe even something as simple as like feel like you're upgrade in previous gta games you could like upgrade your uh house so that you would like if you found a bunch of hidden packages or whatever there'd like always be a minigun there or always be a piece of body armor there and even something like that would make me feel like, okay, I'm like getting something out of doing these missions, um, which might may or may not be realistic, but it would give me a sense of accomplishment uh, and sort of make the game not easier, but like work for me a little more. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's weird because I am still having a lot of fun with it. It's that. I guess it feels like nitpicky, but it yeah, also... Yeah, I'm, I'm curious how, you, how you'll think of it at the end of the game. Yeah. I, I, it's something I'd like to talk about more once you've actually finished it. Um, I, I think that that actually ties my my complaint actually ties into my best, uh, which is the best uh, twenty minutes I wasted this week. Um, and maybe waste is too strong a word, but you know you got to keep it punchy uh, to keep the listener interest. Um, the being in this world is really amazing, especially at the beginning when I was just like driving and sort of getting my bearings. It feels 
so I this past summer I uh, I did Max Fun Con and then E3 back to back, and I flew out to Los Angeles twice. And I in at for Max Fun Con I had to drive up the coast and up a mountain, and for E3 the you know, ten we, right uh, you drove up the ten took the ten out to the four hundred five no yeah uh, and then with E3 of course for downtown most of the time driving around it feels uncannily like that like yeah. it even though the locations aren't exactly like these spots like you don't it's not like recognizable geography per se there are things that feel so much like uh los angeles in the surrounding area without actually being um without actually being the specific objects rockstar is like there's no doubt that they crush everyone else on this like in terms of like believable relatable environments that also like have weirdly eerily similar uh connections to their real life counterparts like even for gta 4 um like there's just like like there's this barbecue place that most people like probably people only in new york know about um up in harlem and it's like in the game and uh gta 5 has that same stuff where it's like oh there's that hotel i stayed at and it's like block for block exactly like the hotel yeah it's weird Especially and the beach cool. areas feel very much yeah. like uh but anyway the reason i mention all this is uh, this verisimilitude within the world uh there are movie theaters that you could go and <laughs> watch a a movie uh if you like if you want to spend your time that way i sat and watched a 20 minute long <laughs> black and white french impressionist film uh i think it's can't uh i i i don't it's a one word name starts with the c it's actually the only movie playing right now i'm hoping that uh there's some variety there uh but i watched the entire thing and it's so bizarre to not be it, it almost feels like you're I, I don't know it almost feels like antagonistic to the game in a way like hey yeah you got a lot going on i'm gonna go sit in a movie theater <laughs> and watch this movie you made uh, and you have the option of doing that. And it's it's really interesting that you uh, – I find it so satisfying for some reason to sort of get out of the flow of the game and, and do stuff like that. I, I I find it really, really compelling. And I was surprised at how, how the fact that I sat and watched the entire thing. Um, have and, you played uh, golf yet? Yeah, I played I, – yeah, I did that, that too. That is one of the things I didn't talk about in the review. But that in the tennis blew me away. Uh in terms of like with golf, you you walk, you can walk from hole to hole, yeah. Or get near a cart, and the per, you know whoever's playing with you will get in the cart and join you. But then the golf course is in the center of downtown LA, and traffic and you know passersby are going on right outside the the gate uh, or the fence. You can see the world existing, which was surreal because you know I'm, i've played plenty of golf games like tiger woods but it does feel like it exists in this kind of like hollow world where it's like oh well it, you know. it, it, it uh it, it exists on planet golf yeah 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 the yeah. course the course ends on on this two-dimensional like planet. you're under the dome yeah exactly but here it i mean you can do this you could just you know run away <laughs> like you can be like i'm done with the game i'm running away i'm losing screw you guys and then um, sprint. <laughs> and yeah, that there's something about that that is just really neat. Um, yeah, is it the I, ability uh, to have? Is it the fact that you can stop? Is that is that what makes it work? Like the fact that you're there of your own volition. Like well, I'm watching a movie, but I could stop watching the movie if I wanted to. Yeah, I I think th- I mean that that explains like the cutscene thing, right? Like a cutscene's more enjoyable when you choose to watch it. Instead of like being told, no one likes to be told what to do. Yeah, um, it also feels like you're sort of privy to something that most people probably wouldn't spend the time to do. Which goes to my other thought: whenever I'm doing all this side stuff, like the golf or the tennis or movies and stuff like that, like the amount of time and resources spent on stupid things that most people—I'm not saying they're bad, but they're like so ancillary to what's going on with the rest of the game and chances are like who's gonna sit and watch that movie 10 percent of the people that play it if that so much content was made for this game that most people will never never see and it's sort of i mean that's you know you you don't get that with most games like 
there's you know a guy with a clipboard uh, yeah. checking down like budgets for each section of the game and they cut where they right. think they'll you know it won't be noticed but when it's a GTA game everything that they could possibly do is thrown in there and just like just imagine there was probably a significant number of people just dedicated to making that golf sim it's that, crazy yeah it's, it's, I, I guess that's why I was a little surprised when you said you you felt like it didn't have the hills and the valleys and I think this is just a difference between you know how certain people play games uh but i mean i've talked about it a billion times just cause 2 is to me like a perfect game and i play it so often because it's a vacation for me like i go in there and sometimes i just fly and sometimes i will just go parachuting and i i use it for different things and even though i had to play this game in a very condensed amount of time i just went at it under the idea that if, if I don't know how long it's going to take me to finish it. And I enjoyed so much just driving and finding weird, weird things. And and I'm still seeing them in other people's videos. That was, I thought I had seen everything. And I every video review I watch, I see something that I didn't see in the game. I, I do think that this is a, this is where we have a significant difference of, and, and I don't even think it's opinion. I think it's just, um, taste taste i uh i think a lot of this for me is created by the fact that i don't like driving i don't like oh really i don't like to have to drive from a to b that's like not fun for me saints row uh, and i don't want to keep talking about saints row but like i mean this is this is why this one uh, saints row or a game like prototype or whatever appeals to me more is that it's fun to get around the world like in in gta i don't think it's fun to like drive around and maybe run into somebody and then have to run from the cops and although I do think it's a lot more fun in GTA 5 because you're in a a, lot, a much more open environment than than uh Liberty City yeah. so it's not uh quite the sort of rat in a maze feeling that you have when you are being chased by the cops in that game but um I just I don't think it's very I, I don't like driving I don't, yeah, I don't I, particularly enjoy it I just yeah that's I would agree uh, that I uh, am on the opposite side of that uh, the changes that they made it's not only the map but also the way the cars feel like I get a, a lot of enjoyment out of traveling to the point where I mean you have the taxi option if there's like a really long trip you can call a cab and like fast Which travel is, there uh, exactly as annoying as it is trying to get a cab in LA. It is, exa- it is exactly <laughs> as still frustrating. Like, wait three minutes, you're not sure if they're actually gonna show up. Uh, yeah, uh, I would, uh, yeah, it's a little hit or miss, but uh, I find that I rarely, rarely use it because I do, even when I'm not playing as like the guys that are specializing in driving, Michael or uh, Trevor, I still get a lot of uh, enjoyment out of just the driving engine and like weaving through cars and it's just fun for me. Um, but I could see how if you don't get a lot of enjoyment out of that, you wouldn't enjoy it. I'd also say, to Justin's point, um, and I guess this is contrary to what Plant was saying, I agree with Plant when he was saying the, uh, the uh, Just Cause feels like a vacation because everything you're doing is like fun and silly and you're just messing around. I don't get as much of a feeling like that with GTA because most of the side activities that I've found, at least so far, I don't find super fun. Like, I don't find the golf game that much fun or even t- tennis. Um, like, I did the triathlon, and that was just, like, a misery of slamming the A button a bunch. <laughs> There's, like, a lot of, lot of activities to do, but they don't really grab me anywhere near as much as story racing? missions. Which? Have you done the, the racing, either jet ski or the No, off-road? I haven't done those racings yet. I did I, one race, but... I was going to say, I really dug those. The car, really the like the car the street race. Hard. I did one yeah. street race that I really liked. Yeah, but yeah, I feel I feel the same way. Kind of like I I there are so many things, and so many of them for me are just they they are competent. Like it's more like I'm more impressed that they did it. Yeah, than I like enjoy or it. seek it out. Like a great example, I think for me is the is the firing range. Right, so you have these skills, and one of the fastest ways to increase some of these skills is to. Uh, there's a driving range, there's a, uh, uh, a shooting range, and there's a flight school, so you can uh, increase those skills that way. And the the shooting range is like, 
very gamified, very much like you're trying to do this specific thing. If you fail it, it's a quick retry to try it again. And I actually spent an hour doing that of my own, even after my shooting skill was maxed, because it was it was well composed. It had a good uh, uh, cycle of like challenge versus reward. And, and even though, you know, I was just getting medals and I don't know what those are good for. Um, I, I found myself doing that of my own volition. And there just aren't enough things like that that like I want to keep doing just because I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I feel the same way. I also think, can I talk about one other thing that's kind of a weird sure. bummer to me? The uh, missions, again, not getting any spoilers, but missions after you complete any mission, there's this set of <sighs> um, goals. You already know what I'm talking about. It's not as bad as the Assassin's oh. Creed one, though. It's, but it's, it's in, not okay, but it's, along, but it's along the same lines where I, I'll complete a mission and then it'll pop up these, like, <laughs> um... Uh, the secondary goals that you yeah. aren't privy to before you do the mission. So they're only it. All it does is make you feel bad because a lot of these <laughs> missions are so dull that there's no way I would do it again. Like no way on earth. But if I had known about them, it might have actually made it more enjoyable for me, like to 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 add that extra layer of challenge onto it. Um, because like you, you don't find them out, out about them until afterwards and you feel bad because you yeah. didn't do these things that you didn't know you're supposed to do in the first place um and that's a it's a really weird choice i and i don't even know what those medals are for like i don't even know what they signify um and yeah. I, so I, it, I thought that was kind of bizarre yeah i feel the same way they're also like weirdly like difficult to discern because it'll be like hang them high and you failed that for some reason <laughs> whatever but that you don't was. know what that even means um it's strange i think it goes to like it's more designed for like the replay nature of it. And maybe that's something they should have just buried in the menus that you could go after you finish the main story, you could like go back and perfect each of these missions. But the fact that it like slams it in your face that like, great job, 63% is just kind of depressing. And that's so strange to me. You made a game that's supposedly, I think by by a a pretty, uh, uh, it would take a lot of justification to get to this point, but supposedly there's a hundred hours of stuff to do. You made a game with a hundred hours of stuff to do. Why are you not more? Con- why are you programming for the person that is going to want to go into hour one hundred and one? Like, why would you not want my first playthrough with this stuff to be the most, the best it could be? Rather than, I mean, with a game this large, it's not like you need replay value. So, like, why impede? the first playthrough right. in service of an imaginary person who like I don't think imaginary but I'm saying I, yeah. a minority when, of when people. you see the completion rates of games like Skyrim and GTA 4 I, I don't know there are a lot of people who they buy one game a year yeah and they, I, and they, I, no, and they go I, I completely overkill. get those by the way exactly I finished both GTA 4 and Skyrim I I, I I think those people exist. Clearly, they're on this podcast. I'm just saying it's weird to cater to them. It, it's not as bad as the... Yeah. You don't get as much negative reinforcement as Assassin's Creed. You're right. But it's not far off. And yeah. I thought it was kind of weird. Just a weird menu choice. Like, hide that stuff. Don't make me feel bummered out. Um. <laughs> Y'all, you already know how much I love our sponsor of the week, Rocket Money. They make it so easy to get your personal finances on track especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need. Keep the ones you want. Get rid of the rest. Here's how it works. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. That might sound too good to be true. I have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments I have and it's worked, which is incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash besties. That's rocketmoney.com slash besties. 
rocketmoney.com slash besties. This episode of The Besties is sponsored by Aura Frames. All right, so you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy. I'm sure immediately names jump to your mind. Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up. You just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi. And once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos, you can do whatever you want, and it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old. I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old. And they both love their Aura frames and they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, uh, let's, I guess I could talk about my thing. Tell me, what's your best? My best thing is the best example of racial profiling. Brought to you by GTA 5. And, and the example you're going to give isn't even the best example in the game. I'm sure not, but uh, I got a kick out of it. I thought it was pretty funny. I don't actually know. So I want, I'm gonna, after, after <sighs> I talk about it, I want the listeners to do some research because uh, uh, I'm curious about it. But So um, when I, very fr- I first got the game, um, I was recording my uh, episode of Today I Played, which is currently live on Polygon.com. You can go watch it. And... Uh, my favorite scene happened about 15 min- minutes into me playing for the very first time. And I was playing as Franklin. Uh, he's the African-American gentleman who drives cars. Um, and uh, I thought, like, hey, I'll go up to the country and see the sights and sort of fill out the map because the map is actually hidden by default. There's like a fog of war until you go to places you don't get the full map. So I wanted to just do a loop and get an overall sense of how big it was. Okay. So I find myself, find myself up north. And I see a cable car, which actually you can take to the top of the tallest mountain, which is Mount Chiliad or something to that effect. Uh, and you can take a cable car up it and uh, see the sights. And I thought that would be fun. So I walk over as Franklin uh, and I'm waiting at the cable car. You literally have to wait for the cable car to show up, uh, which takes about three minutes uh, to do a loop. And there's a couple NPCs just standing around. They're not, like, story-based. They're just, like, random NPCs. And one of them's drinking coffee. And I, like, walk over there, and, and I'm goofing around. I'm like, hey, let me, can I get some coffee? And I'm, like, three feet away from the guy, and he drops his coffee, yells at me, and then calls the cops. <laughs> uh, and the cops show up. I've got one star. I'm still sort of hoping that, like, I'll just be able to take the cable car and, like, walk away. But because I have a wanted rating, I can't take the cable car. And the second the cops show up, I'm, like, expecting, okay, they'll show up, they'll arrest me, whatever. They show up, I have one star, and they start shooting at me. Like, with, like, they want to, they want me dead. I haven't pulled a gun. I haven't hit anyone. I was just standing there, <laughs> and they're blowing, well, they're firing everything they've got at me. So I run away, I get in my car, and I'm like speeding away to try to survive. And I accidentally turn into the military base and get blown up by a tank. But <laughs> it was sort of amazing, and it made me think, is it possible that the NPCs react to the different, the three different playable characters differently depending on where you are on the map? So, for example, if I took Michael into like, like low-income ghetto area of Los Santos... Uh, would they say different things than they would or uh, react differently than they would to Franklin? Um, I don't actually know. I haven't done enough research uh, and messed around with it, but I'm curious. Did you guys see anything akin to that with the NPCs? Sometimes people get weird about personal space. Yeah. I've noticed that if you get too close to people, even if you're not like actively threatening them, 
they will sometimes turn on you. Um, yeah. So it, it might just be like me uh, putting like a storyline together in my head that's not actually there. But I think it, you could argue there's some racial profiling with the fact that uh, the only person that can buy the marijuana dispensary yep. is Franklin. Yeah. The African-American character. That's a little unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. I uh, Plant mentioned this. The fact I th- Plant, you said that he can't play tennis as well, right? That's not yeah. an option. Yeah. And, not that I can and, get him to. Sure. So, like, a part of this I sort of understand where it's like, okay, you don't want characters taking part in activities that they wouldn't rationally take part in as their character. But it doesn't really follow through the rest of the game because, like, why is Trevor playing tennis? Like, if they were more consistent about it, it would make sense. But, yeah, I don't know why certain properties that, like, like Michael or Trevor seems reasonable. Like, Trevor deals drugs of course he'd want to buy the uh, marijuana dispensary but right. yeah it's a little weird that they lock things out it makes me wonder if they only wanted to record certain vo for certain characters for those because they right. have missions associated with them and that was just their way of locking it out but yeah like i mean on the bright side um franklin's a pretty good swimmer so at least it's not all <laughs> stereotypes wow um uh, uh, huh wow jeez I, oh, I'm gosh. just saying yeah, that's I a mean, stereotype. No I, know, no, I know what you're saying. I don't. I don't believe it's an accurate stereotype. I, but yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so halftime. Uh, I don't. I have nothing to talk about. That that I, is I've only play Grand Theft Auto. Um, I could talk about being an uncle. Oh my gosh! Uh, it Get it. Boring, you have family. I'm so bored. Okay, whatever. Don't worry about it. Fuck no, you. No, no. Tell me more. I want to hear. No, I have nothing to say. Forget it. I you care about your life. You yeah, don't. we definitely care. You you d- had no involvement in the creation of a human being. But no, you're special too. Hey, um, uh, did you guys play? Um, did you guys play Infinity Blade? Did you get the new Infinity? No, Blade? I haven't played it yet. You guys into Infinity Blade? I liked the first two. By the end of the second one, I was a little bit like, okay, I'm, I'm, I've slashed my way through. Um, slashed and parried. Yeah, I, I, I felt slash all over again. Well, let me ask you something. The magic is back. Because they <sighs> they spend so much time in Infinity Blade with the story and, like, the back. They have, like, novels, but it makes no sense. To, I have no idea what's going on in that storyline. Like, there's a weird sci-fi cloning element to it. It always you felt like a bad a Assassin's Creed. Like It, it does feel like Assassin's Creed, but, like, you don't have any idea what's going on. Oh, yeah, that's definitely the case. Okay. (laughs) There are some things going on with cloning that I have no, I have no insight into whatsoever. I do not know what's happening there. It's weird. They've changed the structure somewhat. So there are are actual like uh, the original game. And I don't remember if two was the same way, but the original game was very much about you. You are a line of heroes. Yeah. Um, So like. You know, you get as far as you can, you die, and then your son takes over for you. Um, there are specific levels in this game. Like, there are definite, like, you know, y- you finish an area, and then you move on to the next area. Uh, but if you it's, die, you keep all your stuff, and you sort of snap out of what appears to be some sort of simulation or something. I don't know. Are they regenerating you with a clone, I think, Is maybe? it still um, sort of like Shadowgate, where you're like... Do I go left? Do I go right? Is it like that? Uh, the, yeah, there's some of that. Yeah. Okay. But but it's more gamey, like more level based. Yeah, more level based. Okay. More uh, there there. Uh, one nice thing is that there's um, uh, sort of sub goals. Uh, dodge X amount of times. Uh, block X amount of times. That yeah, kind of thing. That that's you, stuff that they've had. They've had. In the past. I don't think I don't think it was in the second one. Although yeah, I, you're wrong. Okay, it was well, in the second one. It was first time for everything, I guess. <laughs> second time, actually. Second time, just this episode, I guess. Um, but I don't know. It's good. I like Infinity Blade. Is like, does it as apart from that level thing? Does any of it feel different? Uh, yeah. There's like, you can make potions. There's different characters. So there's like a a, a late a, a a woman knight. Yeah, Lady Knight. She uh, she takes on some of the levels. She's a thief, so she uses a bow and arrow and stuff, and uses different weapon sets. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. 
All I can think every time a new Infinity Blade comes out is why do I not get a Shadow Complex 2 out of them? Yeah, right? Like, please, guys, just make a Shadow Complex 2. Uh, there's also purchasable currency. I don't know if that was a thing. Yeah, that was in 2 as well. 2. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's Infinity Blade. If you like Infinity Blade, you're going to like this because it is Infinity Blade as hell. Wow. Uh, Fans of the genre. <laughs> Chris Plant, what's your best thing? Uh, my best thing is the, the the ability to switch between the characters in the game. Wait, you could sw- in GTA? Yeah. So you, there, it turns out if you press down on the D pad. Yeah. Okay, are you with me so far? I've only been playing. You could play as the like I've been playing twenty hours as Franklin. You could switch yeah. and play different people. Yeah. So you press down on the D pad. Oh my god. And then you select other people. What? I know. Yeah, Welcome try to that. The future. Um, yeah. I I I think I was skeptical of it when i first uh heard about it um and thought it wouldn't work (laughs) um and there are still some goofy uh issues with it uh later in the game there's like one or two missions i I asked for it didn't seem like they were happening in the right order um and what does that mean like people that i was working with in one mission i don't feel like i should have been working with anymore Okay. Um, and and I I think there are different versions of even cutscenes you can receive because the cutscene was kind of like, uh, hey, um, you know, maybe you should just do one more thing for us. <laughs> it's like, um, no, I I don't think I would. Um, yeah. In in this one moment, that was that was like the one time where I really noticed uh, kind of an inaccuracy. Um, but I, I yeah, I think it's I think it's great. Um, I I loved that each character could kind of own a certain style of mission. Sorry, I'm going to sneeze. Oh, no, I'm not. I can't. I said I was going to, and now I can't. It. Look at the light. Look at the light. Uh, um, but yeah, I, I, I liked that there was a character that did the crazy stuff like Trevor. I liked that there was a character who does uh, some of the more businessy things. Um, like Michael. I think Franklin's pretty underdeveloped compared to the two. As a um, character, I completely agree. He, yeah, like, he, there's a there's a great moment at the end of the game, and this is no spoiler whatsoever. But the mm-hmm. some people look back on 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 what has happened, and people are like, "Oh, you know, Michael had this, and uh, Trevor had that, and uh, and Franklin, uh, you had that one guy, right? Like Stretch? Yeah, sure, Stretch. That guy existed. <laughs> like that was certainly a part of the game at one point. Um, but I I I think it is something that will be ripped off like crazy and i and i hope it is um because i just think it makes the game so much more exciting i think especially in the missions that you guys are about to get to it makes heist way more compelling it allows the action to be focused so that you're always doing the cool thing and not the kind of dull thing yeah not Um, like like uh, the common thing that i keep thinking of whenever i'm doing a cool mission is like ordinarily in a gta game it'll be like okay i have this really cool shootout and then it's like, okay, run to the top of this building and grab this sniper rifle. Yeah. And that no longer happens because you just yeah. switch the person and that's it, already it, on top of it. It's building. also silly because it's like, how am I flying a helicopter and then landing it and then running to get a sniper right. rifle and then running from there? It, it's like, how, why, why would one person ever do this much? Um, Can we not hire someone? Yeah, please. Anybody else? Anyone. Um, I also loved using it to get around the map. Like, if I, if I was just tired of being in the city... I liked being able to switch to Trevor and kind of have a different, a change of pace in terms of just the missions that I was doing. I felt like the side missions for all three of them were fairly different, um, and that was that was a lot of fun, kind of learning more about these characters uh, through the people they interact with. And m- that was most of all what I liked was that since they're all carrying the weight of the story, they all had these kind of side stories that were happening around them that the other characters weren't aware of and how all of that impacted uh, the main story as the game progressed, I thought was really, really great. Um, Because that that continues to be my problem with large games is that usually the two or three characters uh, at the center with their single conflict aren't enough to warrant so many hours of, of play. Yeah. Uh, while there's just so many so many uh, characters in this game that 
become increasingly important as or, goes or on. even like if you look at a game like Skyrim where the eventual goal is to just be this all powerful being like yeah. I have no or even like Fallout like those open world RPGs I guess they're all Bethesda games but you know what I mean like I have no real connection to these characters because they're just like like buckets full with skills yeah. And it, it, in my brain, I'm thinking, well, wouldn't it be interesting if, like, okay, I've got this warrior guy that lives here, and he goes on missions, and then I've got the thief, and he goes on, like, thiefy missions. That would be a lot more interesting, and, like, so, I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing this a lot more in these sorts of open-world games, where previously it was just, like, one character, and that was it. And the other thing that it, it does okay, it does better than most games, so it, there's plenty of room for improvement, is I did like seeing the disparity uh, in wealth and just culture and class between Michael and Trevor and Franklin, uh, and and they they hint at it. They like you can tell they want to say more uh, in terms of you know Michael being this wealthy man who nothing is good enough for him. You know he's seeking danger, while Franklin you know has nothing and is just looking for a foot up. And I think having characters that have these contrasting viewpoints and ambitions is really really fascinating um and and part of why i think it's so funny that you don't find that much success uh especially early on in the game that it it kind of is always one step past you or that there's always there's always somebody doing even better than you in the world uh yeah i really dig that but yeah yeah that's 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 it there's a lot i i really like about this game i i it really, I mean, it just feels like a game that was made for all the things that I like in games. Um, just because it just, I, I don't know, there's a lot in there. Um, that I'm curious to see people write about over the next few weeks. Because I think a lot of people will have some of the similar opinions as Justin and you. And I think there will be a lot of good conversation, which is refreshing. Because I don't feel like we often have kind of conversation where both sides... Uh, have a lot to say. I think it usually it, it can be kind of cut and dry with a lot of games. Yeah, and, and I think with if you like, I think a lot of people remember GTA Four <laughs> and how there was that like blowback on it a few months later, where where people didn't weren't nearly as awed as they were when they first started playing. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that like people were really wowed by that world, that the city that they made, but structurally the game was like not quite there. And uh, most of the missions were kind of like dry and dull. Whereas here, obviously the world is very awe-inspiring, but also I'm engaged by the missions. Also the story, like the characters are interesting. Like I want to know more about them. Um, Trevor keeps hinting the fact that he's Canadian and like (laughs) kind of has a chip on his shoulder about it. But like a lot of that stuff is subtext that they don't come out and say blatantly. Um, and it's, yeah, I don't know. I, I would be shocked if that same level of uh, blowback fell on GTA V because I really do think just about everything in this game they did uh, very smartly and, and did it the right way. Yeah, and, and you know what? I think they did with the missions, and whether or not they're always exciting uh, you know, is debatable. But in GTA IV, I felt like a lot of the missions were, here's an interesting story concept that, you know, relates to New York or this certain type of uh, group of people in New York. And you would, you would hear it, you would see it in, in some cutscene, and then you would just go back onto the street and go shoot someone. Or you would just drive from a place to another place. And then you would get another cutscene that was like, yeah, that, that box that you picked up, that, that was something really interesting and related to the story. But the reality is the mission always kind of looked the same. Yeah. Um, well, here, I feel like a lot of the missions, you, you actually see what you're doing. Like, the, even the paparazzi mission, I feel like in GTA 4, that would have been like, well, get on a bike and just, you know, follow this person for as long as you can. And then at the end, there'll be a cutscene where you take a picture of them. Well, yeah. here, I think they visualize it much much better in terms of you you actually have the person on the back and you're taking the pictures you you can use franklin's slowdown thing to get them um yeah i I just feel like it's it's a nice step beyond uh the kind of easy stuff in gta 4 yeah it's interesting how they've i really feel like even more so than with gta 4 with gta 5 they've really allowed 
like it feels less coherent but in a way that's like weirdly progressive like it doesn't feel like a game that you're playing like it, they have gotten i think closer than anybody has before in creating a a simulated world um and and allowing sort of the you know allowing for some of the boredom that i think the real world has in service of that verisimilitude yeah yeah for sure oh oh actually before we before we end it that is something i would like to talk about is i mean if you've ever seen photos of rockstar you, you see the people who work there it has this very kind of like punk rockish like 1980s attitude i mean they've they've spoken about you know comparing themselves to a record label mentality and obviously you know the music in the game they clearly have good taste but what i'm constantly amazed by is how good they are at recreating hideous corporate architecture like the really boring buildings of a city are so perfect in these games and i I think there's something about causing mayhem in those areas that is so i don't know stress relieving uh i i just love being near like you know that hideous downtown los angeles bank and office complex and seeing like 500 cars explode in the middle they're Um, also really good at interiors surprisingly like i didn't i never thought of gta games as like doing interiors that well but like there's a scene where you go into like a dot-com like facebook-esque office and i like legitimately felt like i was walking into work at vox media it was pretty kind of crazy one of the things that i i i had like a whole like two or three graphs about in in the very early version of the the review was you go to you wind up in this young woman's apartment uh, with Trevor, who is the last person who should be there. And it is so, so perfect. I mean, down like dolphin artwork, that, that those awful uh, decals of like, you know, quotable quotables on the wall. And it, it's, it just nails it. Um, and that to me is so much more difficult than a lot of it's like easy, cynical, you know, BS about Hollywood and LA and all that stuff. Like nailing just the kind of like, oddity of a young 21 year old woman's like apartment is just so that to me is tough and and kind of hysterical well i can hear the police bearing down (laughs) on us now that's that's my apartment it's okay i think it lends a a really nice an authentic air to uh our program we hope that you're enjoying grand theft auto 5 uh and uh i hope you're having fun when you're supposed to be and I (laughs) if you're supposed to be just sort of nodding thoughtfully (laughs) I hope you're doing that as well Uh, if you want to read more about the game we've got oodles of coverage on polygon.com so head over there and check it out and be sure to join us again next Friday for the besties because should the world's best friends pick the world's best things (laughs) 